Welcome to Mindful Business Founder, the podcast for fashion business founders seeking to build a meaningful and profitable business. I'm Liki Tang, and I'm here with you today to find out how mindful founders build strong businesses that deliver value to people and to the planet. Hi, it's Liki. I've been asked by a fellow podcaster, Simon Radcliffe from Turning the Tables, to share my thoughts about any possible opportunities from the COVID pandemic situation. And I should admit that it took me a couple of days before I decided to join this conversation on his podcast. It's a real tough question because the fashion industry is one of the most affected by the pandemic. With lockdowns, social distancing, travel restrictions, the whole industry has been completely shattered and we are experiencing right now problems sourcing, making, showing and selling. And these are real challenges at every step of the value chain, so it's very difficult to see opportunities through all these difficulties. But I think it's fair to say that all brands need to rethink the way they have been working and find new ways to adapt to the circumstances. So the biggest opportunity I see here is that the COVID pandemic has accelerated the transformation of the fashion industry. For many years, we've been talking about changing the fashion system because it's too polluting and it supports a system of exploitation that is destroying the planet and that is highly unequal. And now the COVID pandemic requires all fashion businesses to work differently. And I would even say that all businesses need to have a startup approach and that this pandemic situation is actually creating opportunities for independent small fashion business owners because they are used to operate on a startup approach. So the second opportunities I see is for small and independent fashion brand owners because being small and independent allows your business to be more agile and bounce back faster. That is why being small and being independent will allow you to play an effective role in the reshaping of the fashion system. I don't know what the reopening situation is for you right now, but this is your time to start preparing for the future. If you want your business to matter to the world, as one of my guests has said, this is now it is a time for your business to be seen and heard and grow. So I want to share with you today some ideas I got from talking with other business owners in the fashion sector or not, and also from my own experience as a fashion business owner navigating through crisis and uncertainties. First, I think it's very important to reframe the situation. It's tempting to only see all the negative in the current situation. We can focus our energy on what is not working, and this is really stressful. So it's fine, and we are allowed to complain because it's indeed difficult to run a business when there are very few sales and bills are piling up. But if we're stuck in there, there's little energy left to bounce back. And I want to share with you a situation that I have to face, a time of crisis quite difficult to overcome, and how by reframing the situation, I was not only able to survive, but also allowed myself and my team 
to grow bigger. It was in March 2011, and we had a very good season, and I was really happy with the wholesale because we had many new customers, and they were coming from different parts of the world, and especially from Asia, because our brand was doing well, starting to do well in Asia. And our existing customers have placed bigger orders, and we agreed also on some very exciting collaboration projects in Japan. So I was really happy and the whole team was really over the moon. But right after the fashion week ended, a tsunami and an earthquake hit Japan, leading to the Fukushima nuclear accident. And like in every disaster situation, it comes with high economic uncertainties and the stores that have placed orders with us just a week before started to send us emails with the intention to cancel their orders. And it was hard. It was hard because it was scary because 70% of our business was coming from Japan for that season. And it's even harder because we have done a fantastic job at developing this new collection and selling it. And actually I could, you know, I could focus my energy blaming a natural disaster for ruining our work of superb work. But this wouldn't help me save our season and our business. So I tried to reframe the situation and I told myself that this disaster, this natural disaster is an opportunity to explore new sales channels. And as soon as it was clear in my head and I've done the reframing work with my team, there was a shift. There was an instant shift in the energy and the focus in my team. So instead of feeling sorry for the potential order cancellations, we identified the market and the sales channels that we could be in or we could grow bigger in. And by thinking so, by reframing the situation, we created new goals and worked very hard. And before the end of the season, we landed with a very good order from a major chain store and developed innovative retail projects with some other stores. So by simply reframing the situation, we were able not only to save our business, but we also allowed ourselves to play bigger. So my question to you is, what can you do to reframe your situation? What are the opportunities you have identified in your current situation? How can you set new goals? Or how can you develop new projects or explore new markets? How would that be different? Secondly, I want to stress again and again the importance of managing your cash flow wisely. This is absolutely crucial. This is absolutely crucial anytime, but especially in the time of crisis. Because sales have been real scarce, and let's face it, it will still be scarce for some time. So I would encourage you to review all of your expenses and consider if these are real vital for your business. What would happen if you reduce some of these expenses? What can you do differently? What would be the outcome? Which part of your inventory you can sell and convert into cash? Really, the equation is really simple. Given the fact that sales prospects is not good in the very near future, how can you stay in the game for as long as possible? 
You also need to have a very clear understanding of your cash flow situation at every moment in time because you would have to make many decisions and cash is one of your main deciding factors. And actually, I have noticed that many business owners, especially in the creative sphere, have a sort of allergy for everything related to finance and tend to heavily rely on the help of the accountant. And even for me, it's not the most exciting part of my job as a business owner, but having a clear understanding of the money, the money that is coming in and going out is actually liberating and relieves part of my anxiety of being a fashion business owner. So even if it seems really daunting, you have to have a very clear understanding of your cash flow. Finally, I encourage you to keep testing new ways to operate your business. In this uncertain time, the only thing that we can be certain of is that the fashion industry is not working the way it used to work. So we need to do things differently. We need to be bold and innovative because there are many opportunities out there as almost everything in the fashion industry has been rebuilt. And the more innovative we are, the more impact we will create. We need to take initiatives, try new strategies, and most importantly, we need to be ready to learn. We can learn from other businesses in the fashion industry, but I truly believe that real innovation would come from the implementation in your fashion business of what you have learned from a business in another industry sector. innovation could be really simple. For example, I've been working with a designer who has a small shop and her shop is too small to have two customers at the same time. So she has to solve the problem of keeping her customers safe inside, ensuring that her customer will not wait too long in front of her shop and still letting the customers in to make the sale. To solve this problem, she got inspired by her dentist mother, who only sees her patients when an appointment has been booked. At first, the designer was quite worried that this new way to operate her business would be too complicated for her customers. But she did a great job at explaining why she was working this way, and actually, she got great results because the customers feel kind of privileged to have their appointment booked. And because there was just one customer in the shop at a time, the salesperson and the customer felt more relaxed and more present to explain and to understand the vision of the brand and of the designer. You might say that seeing your customer only on the buy appointment system is not common in the ready-to-wear, but she did it. She was the first one and it worked really well. And because she was the first one who tried that, she made some noise in her community. So it worked very well for her. So testing new ways to operate your business is very important. And continuous learning is essential. Look for opportunities to learn, especially from people that are not working in your type of business. It's really where you can find the innovation. I hope this was helpful and I hope that you enjoyed learning how you can adapt your business to not only survive through this crisis, but also to start preparing the future of the fashion system and play an effective role in it. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay sane and stay healthy. 
did you like this episode? If you enjoyed listening to Mindful Business Founder, you can share this with your friends who are also on the sustainability journey. You can also subscribe and leave a review on iTunes to help other people like you find this podcast. Bye now and talk to you soon.